Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Harry's Podcast. It feels great and slightly weird to be back doing this and I actually missed it. I did pre-record a little thing before I went away, but the act of sitting down and actually recording this podcast and getting thoughts off my mind was something I actually missed. And I'm going to do something a little bit different this week because I've still got a fuzzy brain from coming back from Poland and normally I have copious amounts of notes um, that I read from. And this week I just thought, let's ramble, let's make it a ramble pod and obviously that's going to be something new and something different and if it's terrible, then I won't do it again. And also, I have to write this podcast normally each week and I think I spend far too much time writing the notes for the podcast than just pressing record and saying what's on my mind, which might actually be a better way of of doing a podcast. So I had a great time away in Poland. I managed to switch off as much as possible. But by that, I mean, I did also try and write every day. I listened to hours and hours of podcasts about directing and cinematography. You all need to get onto that Roger Deakins podcast because it's amazing. I listened to a podcast on the craft of directing uh, with Ron Howard. Not the biggest Ron Howard fan, but... You know, the guy's been in the industry for years and years, and so he's definitely going to be knowledgeable, so that was good. And then I also fell down two very big rabbit holes in the form of uh, Denis Villeneuve because I watched Enemy and Sicario whilst I was on holiday, and I thought they were both brilliant. And I've also just been inspired by his career trajectory because there was a thing going around on Twitter where... He'd only made two feature films in his 30s. And then obviously in his 40s, it was just, you know, hit after hit. And now he's kind of one of the biggest directors on the planet. And also fell down a Charlie Kaufman-shaped rabbit hole because I'd taken his debut novel on onto the holiday. I'd read about 150 pages of it and... One day wasn't particularly good weather, so we stayed in and I managed to watch like four or five hours of interviews with Charlie Kaufman, including 20 written interviews. And that was a little bit strange because I began to think like Charlie Kaufman. I I was being Charlie Kaufman, but it was also inspiring and a little bit depressing actually to go deep on his career because he's been struggling to get things made and you know he's he's Charlie Kaufman he's almost every screenplay he writes gets nominated for you know an Oscar or a BAFTA Uh, in fact he's won three BAFTAs for three screenplays which was basically back to back and he's struggled to get anything made like the last 10 years and so it was interesting to hear about his process and and how he goes about writing which was kind of very different because he doesn't outline anything he doesn't really think of structure he doesn't think in terms of what you would uh, you would normally think of about screenwriting which obviously he goes to town on uh, in adaptation 
And it was interesting because he he clearly writes from the heart and he's very pure and he's very personal in the way he writes and he doesn't think about the industry at all. And he's been writing a few things in the last 10 years that he, that he just can't get made. And I was trying to get my head around that. And obviously, Synecdoche, New York, not making a lot of money when it came out 12 years ago, really damaged him, uh, is, is what he says in these interviews. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's just a shame, really. And he's got a film coming out that he's directed from a book that will be on Netflix, I think, September the 1st. And that's nice because somebody as great as him shouldn't be struggling to get stuff made. And also, when you read stuff like that, it does kind of worry you as someone that's trying to get into the industry because you go, well, Jesus, if Charlie Kaufman can't get anything made, then what, what hope do I have? I do really recommend his BAFTA talk. There's screenwriting lectures uh, on BAFTA's YouTube channel, and one of them is with uh, Charlie Kaufman. I recommend that one. And there's also a really great one by Paul Schrader. So if you have the time, I'm not telling you to procrastinate, but you know, maybe watch one a week. They're really good. And so besides falling down those two rabbit holes, I also wrote a five-page script for Harry's show. And also just had a lot of existential thoughts as you do on holiday i mean i say as you do that that's purely probably just me but you know am i am i doing the right thing in terms of this project and am i doing enough and it got me thinking about how in terms of charlie kaufman as well he he never really in his interviews says he does anything um to get ahead or you know, he, he doesn't think of the industry. He pure, he kind of just writes from a pure place, writes whatever he wants, and then whatever happens with it happens. And that's kind of for better or for worse. Because he was getting a few questions in these press conferences about, you know, how to become a screenwriter and how to how to make a Hollywood film. And he kind of couldn't answer it, which can be frustrating for people like myself when you go to events and the filmmaker or the writer says, I don't know, I, don't, I can't really give you any advice. This is how I did it, but that probably won't apply to you. But um, he, he, you know, he, he says with being John Malkovich, he just, he wrote it, didn't expect it to get made because it was so wacky and out there. And obviously it ends up getting made. And it was making me think about how a lot of people are their actions are dictated by getting ahead and how can I be seen or how can I get in the industry and or how can I get paid and it's obviously a very logical way to think but I don't think like that and I don't know again for better or for worse and I don't know if that is a good thing in terms of thinking right, how can I get the work out there? How can I make better work? But in terms of Harry's show, I've been making these two-minute shorts that have not been you know, released yet. And I've been doing that purely to develop as a filmmaker. And it's not been anything to do with, uh, you know, 
attention or um, this is the quickest way where I think I'll get an agent or I'll get paid. And, you know, sometimes that's on my mind. You know, am I doing the right thing? Is this the is this the smartest thing to do? And I know it's not a, a rare thought. I'm sure you're all thinking that as well with your own projects. How am I going to break into this film industry and how am I going to be recognised? And it's... Um, so, yeah, going down the Charlie Kaufman rabbit hole, it was kind of inspiring and slightly concerning in equal measure. But, I mean, irrelevant of, of, of him, I was still already having these thoughts because... I've been thinking of ideas that are greater than the two-minute form that I've sort of set up for this project. And I think as well with doing four already that are, that are short, I was thinking, right, I should really push on now and, and make slightly longer work because I think trying to fit your ideas into a form might not be the best way to go. The best way to go is to have ideas that obviously really excite you and then they dictate it. And the trouble with that is, for example, the one I wrote whilst I was on holiday, it's going to need two more two more actors uh, as well as myself. It's going to need a coffee shop and uh, it's going to need a couple of exteriors that we shoot at night. And that is obviously going to be trickier than than what we've done already. But then by doing that, then I'm pushing myself as a filmmaker and also it's just an idea that excites me. And like I've said on previous podcasts, you do really need to pursue the ideas that are exciting you as opposed to getting ahead and thinking about what's going to bring me the most attention and, you know, what's going to get me that agent or, you know, ludicrous thoughts like that. Um, well, I say the ludicrous, if, if that's the way you think, then that's the way you think. And if it helps you, it helps you. And I imagine it does help people. You know, there are a lot of people out there who they are dictated by what's going to get me the most views and they're earning a living at the moment. But I just think in the long term, if that doesn't feel natural to you, like it doesn't feel natural to me, then I wouldn't pursue that. And I think, you know, not just filmmaking, but with writing, I think if you're setting out to write a screenplay, and thinking about it in terms of the industry and, oh, I'm going to write this concept because it's it's got Hollywood written all over it, then you're kind of just repeating what's been done and where's, where's the originality and the excitement in that. And I think maybe that's why Charlie Kaufman is struggling because he, he's maybe trying to do things that are too original and too adventurous and there was a period in time where people were interested in that and could fund that. And now things are getting a little bit tighter and he just can't get that that green light. Uh, he does talk about one film that he wanted a budget of like £10 million for. And he had so many actors lined up to do this film. You can Google it. It's called uh, Franco Francis. And it's... Like the cast is insane, and all he wanted was eleven million pounds, and he just couldn't couldn't get it going uh, for ten years. So, um, but I guess the update with Harry's show is I've written a new script. I've got four that I need to edit, and um, I think before I went away, 
I was thinking of August as I'm going to shoot... Well, originally I wanted to shoot one at the end of July and an idea never came. And so that's not happening. And then I've got an idea that's quite ambitious that I want to do in August. And, you know, I want to try and get another one in, done in August. I wanted to do two in August. But but now, because of the holiday and flipping backwards and forwards of, you know, am I doing enough and... Do do I just need to take my foot off the gas a little bit and 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 take my time a bit more? That's kind of where I'm I'm leaning towards because I want the shorts to improve and and develop and be a bit more ambitious, and that obviously takes time or money or time and money, and I haven't got a lot of money, so it's it's going to have to take a bit more time. But that also as well feels like I'm admitting defeat. Which which sounds silly because there isn't there isn't a defeat in this in this project, especially when we've already done four quite quickly um, in two months. But I just think keeping that pace of two a month and trying to build them up and trying to release them every two weeks that is still kind of uh, the goal. But I am kind of re- reorganizing the plan really and and seeing where it can where it can improve. In the first podcast, I did set the goal of 10 and, and we will hit 10, but I think it's going to take a lot more time than originally envisaged. And the book that I recommended um, a couple of weeks ago, Poke the Box by Seth Godin, that's exactly what that book's about. It's it's about starting things and it's about trying them out and and figuring out the right path. And you're never going to figure out the right path if you don't try anything. And a lot of successful people try a lot of things to get to that one that works. And so this is what this is in in real time, essentially. And I've started off quick with the four. I've written a couple of scripts that I've got cold feet about. Then I've written this one at the moment, which um, I'm feeling is ambitious and and good because it has an element of genre to it. It's kind of a, a comedy, but then it has an element of horror coming at the end. And I have a couple of weeks off in September, the holiday. So I, I do want to write and make something that's quite ambitious around then. Uh, but this morning, I, it was actually quite enjoyable because, again, you know, fuzzy head from getting back from holiday. And I, I know it's a cliche when people say they get off holiday and they feel like they need another holiday. I don't feel quite like that. But, you know, it took me a few days to to get my head back into to this home life. And I uh, sat down at the writer's desk, was writing this morning with some coffee and trying to figure out the, the end of the year and what's what's realistic. And I hope you've done that. You know, like I, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, I hope you've sat down and gone, right, there's, there's six months left, there's five months left, what can, what can be achieved? And I think doing two or three more shorts would be great if if they're ambitious ones and the idea of doing a lot more of the two minute ones that's less exciting for me now and I also think as well as well as developing as a filmmaker and developing as a writer um, I got the inevitable dreaded uh, rejection from BBC Comedy Writers Room uh, on Wednesday I think but what made it even more you know, nicer was that they uh, sent the email twice 
at different times in the day. So that's always nice to get a rejection email at 11 a.m. And then at four o'clock, you know, just in case you'd forgotten or it had gone to your spam folder, they sent another one out. So that was nice. And obviously 4,000 people um, apply for that thing. So the odds are very long. But but even that rejection was kind of like, okay, I need, I need to really maybe, rather than run the other way and I, I'm never going to write another script, it's more like, well, I need to write another script and I need to get better at this or I need to, you know, and that's not putting too much stock in the reader's on a BBC Comedy Writers Room because the script I wrote was was good, but it's still that thing of that script I wrote was you know it's kind of eighteen months old now, and so you know I need to get those scripts. I need to I need to start developing that that portfolio a bit more, and also just writing because I want to write and I've got ideas that I that I want to develop, and I think writing, directing, and editing you know, at the same time on Harry's show is tricky and ambitious. And then on top of that, to be writing a TV script, again, is another thing. So this morning I was I was trying to find some focus and some clarity in the next five months of, right, what's the best way to attack this? How can we reverse engineer where we want to be, which is uh, making feature films making independent feature films and you know what how can we get there in a not not in a not in a quick way but how can we go about it so it's 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 not wishy-washy and it's not flipping backwards and forwards because there are many ways to this and i think obviously you've got to keep writing and you've got to keep writing better and better stuff and just the way that you've got to keep making films and improving your craft that way but that doesn't um, that doesn't necessarily lead to a career if you just keep making stuff and making stuff because I've been doing that I've been making stuff and so it's figuring out what what is it that I want to do that is going to really excite me which I guess is is more of the same that I've been doing but just um, making the work a little bit more substantial and thought out and the ideas at the end of the day it's all about the ideas and them dictating the work and previously I've been coming up with a lot of short ideas that have been exciting me and now moving forward I like the idea of focusing on five to ten minute shorts and also with this podcast speaking my you know speaking my mind each week I can come across like a contradictory hypocrite because things do change and you know next week I might have two brilliant ideas that are both 90 seconds long. But at the moment, it doesn't feel like that. And it doesn't feel like I'm going to come up with them uh, for a while because the ideas I keep coming up with are five minutes, if not longer. And I also think as my development as a filmmaker, and this might be something for you to think about, is that if I am always thinking about the two-minute form, or, or not always, but if that's a big part of my my year, then it's then you're gonna struggle getting to that um, that longer form because at the end of the day, I'm I'm looking at I, I want to produce a short comedy feature film. That's that's where I'm headed, and so the steps between now and then is you know improving my craft, improving as a writer, a filmmaker, actor, kind of slowly building up. 
And the thing that I have in my mind now is if if I want to do a 75-page script in sort of two weeks in terms of filming uh, for a very low budget, then I need I can't just jump from uh, five-minute short films that I've shot in a day, which is kind of my experience so far, to then a 14-day shoot of 75 pages. Now, you can do that. I'm not saying you can't do it, but, you know, it's kind of a big jump. And what would give you more confidence as a filmmaker if maybe you made a 20-minute short, um, which is kind of on the back of my mind, but then a 20-minute short is going to need some money um, or it's going to need a lot of goodwill. This mantra that I said at the start of the, of the podcast in terms of doing, you know, making do with what you have and and just making it happen, that's still very much the ethos going forward and making stuff, but it's also about wanting to get those those longer shorts and also those longer shorts by the end of the year this isn't sort of something that i want to be doing 2021 it's more sort of i'll have a week off in september and if i can get something written then that's what needs to be shot but if i'm focusing on the two minute shorts then obviously that can't that can't happen because you need time to write a 15 20 page script that really was a bit of a ramble and you know, I've just listened to some of it back and I almost fell asleep. So I can only imagine what you're feeling right now. I hope you've had some coffee to make it through that. And I don't want it to, I don't want the whole podcast to come across as negative because I am actually really positive about this project. But I guess recording this has made me realize that I set this goal of releasing two, three shorts a month. Um, or at least stockpiling them and then releasing them two, three a month um, and keeping it ongoing. And that was almost like the top goal. And I'm already um, aware that 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 can't quite be achieved right now with what I've got. And that might actually be a good thing that it can't be achieved because it might have not been the right goal. It was kind of a, it was a nice bar to aim for. And so taking a foot off the gas um, it feels like a defeat and it feels like a negative when actually it's definitely a positive because it's going to make me think about the ideas that I that I want to make and it means when I've released these four uh, it means five six and seven hopefully are are a step up um, in quality so thank you for listening to, to the rambles of an indecisive filmmaker at the moment. I'm going to press stop on this now and I'm going to get to the writing desk and I'm going to have a good day's writing and hopefully find that clarity uh, that we're all after. As always, this podcast is produced by Ryan McMurray at Bracken Audio and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.